fourth episode of the Odafest podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Dio. I'm back again. I'm Alfred. And I'm Sarah, but a different Sarah than the last one. <laughs> yeah, this is second Sarah, but this is going to be the second Sarah of many the other second Sarahs. of seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, we know quite There's a, few. a lot of us. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about cosplay, a major component in all of our convention experiences. Um, this podcast, of course, first of all, is brought to you by OdaFest, mm-hmm. the con that sponsors the OdaFest podcast. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about them a little bit later, and we've got some news about uh, OdaFest right now, actually, if Alfred will take us there. Okay, and there's a lot of news this time, so I'm going to try to go a little quickly. Okay, so our early bird uh, deadline for pre-reg has passed. Uh, tickets are now available for $55. They have gone up in price by $5. So in order to uh, avoid losing more money or... Uh, you know, just uh, try, having to spend more, you should pre-reg right now. But a way to get around uh, paying more is that you can visit us at uh, the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. Uh, our t- we'll have a table there. We'll have uh, pre-reg available for 55 with no tax and no service fees. Uh, we'll also have new kimono-themed pins for Vari, Mio, and June and Lorelei on sale. And... Uh, we're also going to have an entry in the Parade of Wonders. Uh, so you should sign up with your with our group and show off your magnificent cosplays. Uh, kind of a bit of a um, something new for us as well is that we actually have a table down at SakuraCon in Seattle, which I'm very excited about. I know Sarah's super excited about uh, SakuraCon. Very. Very. And... Yeah. There's three people in this room that are going, and there's four people sitting in this room. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. ready. Free ticket to, to, to SakuraCon, and mm-hmm. I'm inviting T-Pain. <laughs> I'm inviting Garugamesh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so um, now we're OFS News as well. We have a... It's sign-up season for pretty much everything. Uh, volunteering sign-up is, uh, is up. We have sign-ups for OFS Idol. Please submit panels, uh, which reminds me, I have to do that. Me too. Me three. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not running Cooking with Undying with us? Not at Odafest. Oh, Spoiler okay. alert. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, we actually also have art contests. That's uh, making a return from, uh, I, I think I think it was absent at Odafest Aurora this year, but it's, uh, it's yeah. making a comeback. And there's actually a really cool thing about art contests. Uh, if, if your entry is selected as the winner, uh, we're more than happy. We just kind of put your art out on a bunch of different merchandise. It's not like sellable merchandise. We're not trying to make money off your art, but we'll put it on like our t-shirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, sweet, look at this sweet art. Yeah, I'm actually always a fan of the art contest, just flipping through the guidebook, looking at all the entries. So uh, yeah, if, if anything, even if you don't win the contest, your entry will still make it into the guidebook. Yes. So I do suggest you uh, you submit. And finally, we have the Maid Omatsuri. So if you saw our Maid Cafe at, uh, at Odafest Aurora with our games and such, that was very popular. So we're going to bring it back for uh, Odafest 2016. So it's a bit of a change in format for the Maid Cafe. And it's now Maid Omatsuri. Uh, we accept entries of all uh, genders, sizes, anything. So just uh, sign up if you're really interested. If you want to help out, just help out. Yeah. Um, we also have... Oh, man, there's a lot of news. Um, in social media front... We now have a Snapchat. We're just at Odafest. Uh, yeah, nothing special except Snapchats. I, I actually don't have Snapchat, so I don't know what that's all about. But uh, is someone? Do, do, do you, are you guys following the Odafest? It's Snapchat? a twenty. Uh, it's either a six-second photo or a twenty-second video that you get to send to whoever wants to look at it. 
right essentially no i know i know what it is but i don't know what's on the Yodofest one specifically uh mostly anything yet nothing yet so. okay well we'll have content soon usually it's yeah. good. It, it, we, we were planning on using it more for like live stuff like live tweeting or yeah. not live tweeting like live blogging quote unquote or live snapping mm-hmm. and finally our hotels uh we are running out of rooms so you should book quickly they are available for one forty nine per night, which uh, is a sweet deal. Which is a sweet deal for downtown Calgary. That is our cheapest rate. We do have uh, um, bigger and fancier rooms available. But if you are just coming into town and you need a place to stay, uh, even if you live in Calgary and you don't want to make the drive downtown, uh, one forty nine a night is a stellar deal just to stay. In to be literally Calgary. two minutes away from the con. And yeah, you're pretty much going downstairs into the con. Yep. So yeah, that's it for Odafest announcements. And yeah, let's talk about some cosplay. That's why we've got Second Sarah here as well. Yeah, yeah. She's all about the cosplay. Dio's about, about the cosplay. Okay, so, yeah. so, so for our listeners, what do you do, Sarah? What do I do? Yeah, like, what do you do in in the Odafest organization? Uh, so I've judged cosplay at Odafest and at Animethon. She judges you. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, super evil judge. Um, and recently, since last year, I've been organizing an event called How It's Made Cosplay Edition, um, which is set up like a science fair, and we welcome everybody to come in, um, view some booths. The booths are about um, different things in cosplay. Um, so if you want to learn something about leather working, you can learn something about what leather working. So I really just wanted to have. Um, a good community event where everyone could just talk to each other. Right. And uh, actually this event in particular really struck me as kind of different from most of the other cosplay events we have at Odafest because simply for the fact that it's not a competition, right? This is just a a chance for... To grow your own skills. Yeah, to grow your skills. And even if you're not really that interested in cosplay, but you want to know about like one particular facet of it, then that's a great place to go. I was just going to say that because I'm not a cosplayer. I haven't ever made a costume or anything like that, uh, let alone really wore anything that wasn't like Halloween. What, side doesn't count? Yeah, side doesn't count. Side's just uh, he's a side persona. He's my performing uh, persona. Also, even if you're like like you've been cosplaying for years, you know a ton of stuff. The people who run the booths also really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last year, Sarah, hey friend, hi, um, invited me to come participate in how it's made, and I think I'm going to be probably participating, maybe not as a, like with a booth, um, this year again. But it was really fun because a lot of the people who came to like talk to me at my booth weren't just like necessarily people who were cosplayers. A lot of it was people who were just at the con and were just interested in seeing what was yeah, going just, on. Yeah, just passing through, right? Yeah. 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 Like I, I learned a lot about cosplay even though I, it's not that I don't have any interest in it. I just don't do it. I'm not involved in it. And, but seeing like everyone's collective experience and like things like prop making and stuff like that, which is always cool. It doesn't really matter that you have to be into it. Um, it was really a good eye opener to see exactly how much work people have put mm-hmm. into it and how much dedication goes into cosplay as well right. on the side of like, you know, learning and improving your own skills. Yeah. And the great thing about the science fair format, in my opinion, is just like um, you go to like a whole bunch of cosplay intro panels, like how to cosplay and stuff. And what you normally see is some, there's a presenter at the front of the room and they're talking, right? And they hold up a piece, but they like sometimes they pass it around. But like it, in this case, you can basically go up to a piece. Like uh, one of my favorite booths was about wigs, and you could actually you know go right up to it, or get right up close to it, and the, the presenter would demonstrate right in front of your eyes. Right, it's it's just a totally different experience from going to a panel. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. Like it, it's nice because you can come and you can touch stuff and you can ask questions. Touchy. 
Uh, yeah, you can touch and feel and you can ask questions and it's it's live. So you don't have to sit in the back of a room and maybe hope that you can grab the presenter's attention for two or three minutes. You can sit down and ask them really detailed questions. And because the booths are all centered around one specific topic, it's not as general as, say, a panel. So you can go and learn out, learn all of the details about how to style a wig or how to make ruffles or how to work with leather armor as yeah. opposed and to... That's kind yeah. of like, I mean, that's great that like we live in an age where obviously like information is easily accessible like for instance if you need a tutorial how many people don't go to youtube or don't just go to google it right <laughs> yeah but like the fact that you can also just be like you know near someone who uh has that physical experience mm -hmm. already and you're able to talk to them interact with them on one-on-one -on -one basis is probably more invaluable than you'll ever get from just watching the YouTube, like numerous YouTube, right? Right. You'll, you'll, they'll, they'll be able to tell you exactly like what went wrong, <laughs> you know, yeah. like why did it, why did the first attempt go like this or whatever? Or like where that. in Calgary, like in particular? Oh yeah, that's I another thing. Stuff. Like sourcing is a big yeah. thing, right? It's, it's local, yeah. 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 You know, it's really funny though that you should mention that because it's like, um, not to say that you know YouTube tutorials aren't invaluable, right? Because like uh, we have two cosplayers in the room who have been doing this for a while now, and I think. Thanks. <laughs> uh, not one of them by the two way. and a half <laughs> yeah um and you two both know about the dark age of cosplay before the days of deviantart oh, tutorials God. and youtube tutorials and honestly even now with all the tutorials i learn a lot more just by looking at things and like flipping yeah. seams and stuff than i do going yeah. through tutorials on youtube mm -hmm. like every uh, now and then i'll get people who will like message my facebook page or message me on social media and they'll be like how can I get, they'll ask me very general questions. Like, oh, how can I sew something like this? And I'll be like, well, I mean, if you look through this kind of tutorial, you can you can do this. And they're like, well, more specifically, how did you make this garment? And I'll be like, well, I experimented. I tried a thing. This is what didn't work. And then I tried something else. Yeah, yeah like, dude. <laughs> like, like, like nothing nothing can beat the tactile experience. I, I get that. But I mean, like, like just um, the, the fact is you can just message a Facebook page right now and you can get an answer like pretty much instantaneously, right? Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, I, I run a Facebook page and I know that, you know, you don't, if you don't respond straight away, you get a little like icon. It's like, yeah, it oh. gets mad at you. It's yeah, like, it's like, you doesn't respond. Yeah, I always respond. So I yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do too. Like... Wow. That's nice though. That's yeah, really good. That's really good. I'm kind of guilty of not responding. So I, I, I've gotten like a warning. It's like, you should respond to your, like your does followers. Really? And stuff. Yeah, it does. Well, it's like, yeah. so for example, I got one while I was in class and like, I, I saw it because it buzzed my phone, but I didn't answer it. And so by the time I got home, like eight hours later, it was like, you didn't respond to this message yet. Hurry up and respond to it. And I'm like, geez, Facebook, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's pretty incessant nowadays about like everything. So yeah. I can understand why. Yeah, but I mean like uh just just back in the day though. <laughs> back in the day, it's it was like really <laughs> like just, seven years ago. Okay, seven years sure, it's back in the day in terms of like convention time, right? Yeah. Um, well, you have to understand that some of our convention goers are like 14 right. years old. That's right. half their lifetime. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's, <laughs> I would just that like to way. point yeah. that out. Yeah, I think I'm getting old. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> don't go down old, that like path. You cannot. If you do that, no, I'm, you I'm not stop. old in the grand scheme of things. But like, just in terms of this community, I guess I'm I'm an I'm an old old person. But, How long have you been going to Odafest or cons in general? Uh, we went over this last episode. Oh, I did we? I've, Sorry. Yeah, I think no, I was totally it's guilty. Fine. Haven't been listening to that. Oh, that's okay. Okay, you're not. You're not welcome I know. Maybe for I some reason, I also don't listen to them very often. But I don't know why. I, I feel like I do a lot of talking. I listen to all of them. I listen just to like, all of them. I listen to like the last two, two or three. Ep well, there's only been three episodes. But I you nailed to it. The last two episodes, it. like probably four or five times. Like, no, but it was so yeah, hard. like in terms of being at Odafest, we're we're definitely 
just to put it, uh, not too fine a point of it, but everyone in this group is in their mid twenties now, yeah, pretty much, and the convention, the average con, con attendee is probably in the sixteen to seventeen group, based yeah, on things like just, money and, just, and like avail, like if you have the time and all and this other demographic stuff. Demographic surveys. So stuff, we're yeah. definitely like you know we're a whole ten up to a whole ten years older, mm-hmm. and that's of course. We're actually on the young end of the Odafest group. Right. Uh, the Odafest group is running closer to about mid thirties. Yeah. So I mean that's not old either, mm-hmm. but it is very old in terms of the con running crew. Right. Yeah. And anyways, back to my point, I wasn't really too much of like a hardcore cosplayer, but I did used to browse forums and stuff like cos- cosplay.com and stuff. And that was like pretty much like the only we way. Check his favorites list. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much the only way you could actually like find information, information. about yes. cosplays. And if you want to reach out to a cosplayer, it would be like, I hope this person is still active on the forums yeah. and private message them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like you were lucky if you found a tutorial about your specific character versus now it's like, oh, I'll just go on DeviantArt, type in my character name, and it's just like, there even, it is, right? Even, it's even easier than that. Now you can just type it into Google. You can type character yeah. name tutorial and it'll pop out. Yeah. I remember, man, I remember, you know, when I first started out doing cosplay, things that like, everybody uses now and no one really thinks about didn't exist like, like ponytail wigs ponytail oh wigs my god i had the worst experience with my first For ponytail wig people ever who don't know a million what that years means. ago so that's a wig that is um i mean put i sound really stupid high... <laughs> no but. it's not stupid um so a wig put into a high ponytail basically uh. um so the reason that's a special thing is because when you have a high ponytail in in a wig you have to have the wefts like the yeah, bits of hair flipped yeah. like upside down in the back of the wig oh like or it looks yeah. silly so it, oh, so it goes against the grain see... it goes against the flow yeah exactly yeah. Oh, okay so like now within the like last <laughs> yeah. like five years yeah ponytail wigs are like easy to find yeah, you or find you can get something with like a yeah. clip-on ponytail. but there was a time but there, there was, was a time, time. <laughs> when you had to buy a regular wig like a medium length wig and like you a, had to take out like all the wefts <laughs> and then put them back in upside down and put them back in upside That's down good. and then you have to stub the top of the ponytail yeah you have to cut it <laughs> And you have I to put all go, sorts of glue on it, like cement using, and stuff. You need to use more of a grandma voice, like, when I was your age, <laughs> yeah. I had to like, put hair upside down in my fake hair. <laughs> if you wanted, like, a nice orange wig or, like, yeah. a bright green wig Sharpie or whatever. Dye. Sharpie dye. <laughs> like, you not cannot even buy the Can you do it with metallics? Uh, That's my only question. Metallic well, Sharpie? Probably not. Yeah, like, you would like, get, like, a, like, a, like a pool of glitter. Or bronze? Probably get a pool of glitter at the end, at the bottom of the bottle. I don't I don't think it would work. I don't know. I've never tried. I don't know. Yeah, I never tried. That's the only kind of sharpies I'm interested in. Is (laughs) is it? Yeah, yeah, but like like raccoon. Yeah, now it's like wig availability even is like a lot better now, right? Well, there's also a ton of companies. Like there's more distributors. Well, also you can get you can get lace front wigs now, which you never could before. Don't know what those mean either. (laughs) Um, Lace front wigs are basically they're they're like regular wigs. They have the hairline is like a piece of lace. And what you can do is you can manually sew in the individual hairs to make a very natural Oh, God, hairline. that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, in a good way. It's just that, like, like I'm imagining a literal scalp. And like, like, it kind of like, is. One it kind of is. There's, like, a little flap of, like... like um, oh, Lord. Yeah. There's a flap of, like, netting, like, really, oh. like, close-together netting, and then you can glue it down to your mm-hmm. forehead, oh. and then it looks like a natural hairline. It's, it's pretty it, cool. Yeah, it's really Terrifying. useful if you uh, <laughs> you have darker hair and you, you need to have a wig in a lighter color, Yeah, uh, for instance, as well. Yeah. So, yeah. 
once upon a time they didn't exist. I remember like when I bought my first wig for my first costume. This was also what was your time. first costume? It was Zemnis from Kingdom Hearts Aww. 2. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was mine too. That was like my second maybe. You mean Kingdom Hearts 2 and not Zemnis, but Wait, no, Zemnis. I totally did. I had a wig from like Don's Hobby you Shop did? and it was awful. Oh, it was like an old lady wig. <laughs> no. No, one knows like, and no, 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 um, I bought my wig. This was also during a time where pre-styled wigs were not like a thing that right, were yeah. oh my God. You, 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 It was like one style and you had to style it yourself. I needed a gray wig, so I bought like a Halloween wig. Oh, it no. was like for like oh, an no. old lady costume kind of thing. And then I like waxed it into place. Wow. I managed yeah. to find, I actually managed to find a pre-styled Xemnas wig. I managed to find one because Kingdom Hearts was super popular. And that's why you don't have a kidney anymore. <laughs> yeah, FYI, <laughs> my Zemnis was like three years one. before hers. Um, it was also when oh, I learned that's to sew. Why I didn't know. My like organization thirteen like hood thing. Um, <laughs> it was like a triangle of fabric <laughs> because we ran out of time, and me and my mom didn't know how to make a hood. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, I bought a wig. I found it on eBay, and I think it was pre-styled, and it was it wasn't even that good. Like especially compared to like today's standards but i think it cost me something like 220 dollars oh of like 14 year old me's a and w money oh like 220 dollars on like nine dollars of eight it was, it was at, eight bucks though? at the time eight minimum yeah. Yeah. Was minimum eight oh five. Bucks, holy yeah. crap <laughs> yeah i was excited to have a job that paid like 11 dollars an hour yeah that was that's yeah. <laughs> that was mind-blowing that was mind-blowing it was like holy crap i'm in high school i'm getting paid 11 dollars an hour holy crap <laughs> <laughs> on the <laughs> on the road up now yeah <laughs> no, i thought i was making big bucks anyways yeah um yeah and then we find out how much engineers get paid <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then our hearts get crushed um my heart is still crushed and i'm an adult now <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh, yeah that w- those were i wouldn't say like dark times like i guess they were just it was almost simpler to, to get simpler started. Simpler times. It was yeah. simpler to get started, actually. Now, I think to get started in cosplay now, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, do you think people, like, I'm not that kind of person to be intimidated about that kind of thing, but I feel like it's like one of those comments, right? Where, uh, and, and I'm sure it's kind of disheartening to hear sometimes, where sometimes um, you will have people who are just starting out or they're not very confident in their abilities and they're like, oh, you made that cosplay so well, I don't think I could. I would ever do it. Yeah, and I hate kind of thing, hearing right? that too. Oh it's my like gosh. no, like I that's have not that was never years the intent, behind right? me. That's yeah. why I can do that. I think, especially now with the availability of materials yeah. and the availability of all the tools and stuff like that, is now you have people who are just starting out or who have been doing it for only say you know two or three years mm-hmm. who are making stuff at the quality that maybe you would expect of yeah. a professional. But also, mm-hmm. when people say something like, "Oh, like you you did so well that it." Um, doesn't encourage me to do it oh, or it something hurts. like that like that that really sucks but it also it's kind of not fair because they don't see how many years how many mistakes that you've had to make and things like that as well it yeah. discredits the experience that you've had um yeah. not i'm not trying to talk down to them but it's just because you see someone do something really well and you really admire it does not mean you should ever discredit yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I was kind of having like a nostalgia moment last night on Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah. Post, I posted Babby's first homemade cosplay. <gasps> it was the Zack. <laughs> I did Zack Fair. Oh, my um, God. I remember that. Crisis yeah. Core. That was <laughs> no. my first homemade cosplay. That was before so I knew adorable. her. I was really proud of myself, and I'm still proud of the pants that I made for that. You that should be cosplay. proud. You should always be proud. They were very beautiful pants. 
and I still have them because I'm so proud of them. But man, everything else on that cosplay was I remember a train your wig wreck. stood up really well. Yeah, like, it did. The my spikes wig, were really good. My wig held up and I was really I didn't I bought that one pre styled as well. Um and paid too much money. You would like for to it. see this photo, follow <laughs> Yeah, you follow, 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 follow Yantron. Yeah, Yantron on Twitter. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um Oh, I don't want to talk about my first cosplay. Uh, <laughs> no. We gotta talk about it. Uh, we could talk about how we met. I cosplayed Mellow. By the way, Sarah is my. For all of you listeners out there, Sarah is my girlfriend. What? <laughs> yeah, they're holding hands. Ew. No, actually, they're not. They're actually we're not. We actually have a pillow between us. We have a pillow between us right now. Thank God for that pillow. Don't tell the story. That's a new pillow. I guess we Don't have to now. I guess we have to. You brought it up. You did this to yourself. He, okay, we cosplayed from the same series. Yeah, we cosplayed That's from the same the story. series. It was uh, Death Note. She was mellow, I was L. And uh, I, I, I For anyone who doesn't know what Alfred looks like, he basically looks like L. If, he, if L had glasses and... Yeah. Uh, shout he, out, Alfred shout also out, dresses okay. a little bit more like classier than... Uh, Elle does, but yeah, that's not saying a lot. Not like dirty pajamas, <laughs> you know. Shout yeah. out to Austin Lee if anyone knows him, because that's basically what Alfred looked like as L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> Austin. Um, no, his his uh, L cosplay was really really good, and mine was not. His Alfred cosplay is also really good. <laughs> Has he? No, he hasn't done that. Uh, actually, four. Okay. I think four people have cosplayed Alfred. <sighs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, but like it's it's a it's a sticking point with people who know me and people who have been part of this community for a while. Is that he has a very distinct haircut? I'm gonna and, cosplay and profile Alfred now. and look. I don't know, like four people have cosplayed me. I don't know why. Just I'm gonna so. do it. Generic skinny Asian number one. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Okay, that's basically but, Alfred. No, I'm gonna cosplay. There's anything like wrong with that? Your logo, like the one that's on your triangle. Yeah, triangle. I'm so happy. Um. So let's talk about uh, just the cosplays that you guys are nostalgic about, the, the the ones that you guys are the most proud of, or what are, even oh, what man. you're looking forward or to. Making. You're looking forward to making. Okay, can we talk yeah. about the stuff that? Okay, at SoccerCon, I'm gonna cosplay Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts One, and I tried it. Whoa, on Whoa, that's night, old school. And I. I don't know. Like I, I wanted to cosplay it since I was fourteen, oh, and I'm only wait, doing it now. So why, why did you wait so long? <laughs> because it's just like it I just, just happens. It just was in the back of my mind. Like I mm-hmm. wasn't like, oh my god, I want to cosplay Kyrie so bad. Yeah. Until like a few months ago, I was like, it's time. I'm gonna do it. It's time. Yeah. Oh, okay. When you start cosplaying, you kind of end up with like a bucket a list. list, and the bucket list gets What's, longer and longer. Is that the dream cosplay? What's the dream cosplay? The dream cosplay. The dream. God, I don't know. Alexis? Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Um, I don't have a dream. I have no, idea. no, I, I, no. Okay, I have a dream cosplay right now. Um, <laughs> right now. Well, I was like, she, that was good. Um, Hannah Alexander's. Um, she okay. She's an artist on Deviant Art. She oh, did a bunch like of Montana. Art Nouveau style, um, like Disney princesses. I really want to cosplay Ariel from that series. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Say that again. So you're already uh, say again for so people can look her up on Deviant Art. Um. You're big into Disney anyways, so Hannah, it's pretty... Hannah Alexander, um, Art Nouveau, Disney Princesses. Yeah, just Google that. Google that. They're it. so pretty. Yeah, I've seen them. They're really, really, really nice. Yeah. I have not seen them. Yeah, no, My I, dream <laughs> is that at Colossal Con, which is a con with like water parks and stuff. Yeah, yeah we'll, 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 get, we'll get to talking about Colossal Con later okay. in the show, <laughs> yeah. I think. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just to get back to that, though, it's like I have a dream cosplay, too. It's just like, and it's Ooh, like share. Uh, Ezio from Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, yeah, you like, look really good. No, I, I've been wanting to do that for years and years and years and years now. And it's just like it just hasn't happened. Right. Like sometimes that will happen is like you, you just I believe in you. 
Well, I, I kind of quit cosplay, right? So I don't no know. one really quits cosplay. That's you'll true. always return to it. That, yeah. That's true. I, I was thinking. Except well, then again, I was thinking about it. For, <laughs> I was thinking about it for SoccerCon, and it's just not going to happen. I think that's fair. Okay. There is only like a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. Well, I'm no. not helping okay, you with wait, that wait. one. How important? Because it was kind of. I like know a that you do make outfit. like you are someone who will make their costume, Alfred, but. Yeah. How important is it that you make Ezio as opposed to wear Ezio? Zero. So I that's the thing. Like, yeah, like I, I, I knowing don't... him, like the thing that's important to him is that it looks really, really good. So on, on me, right? on aesthetic. Him, so yeah. if he can buy it and have it look really, really good on him, he'll he'll do it. Which is not possible is... though. Like my measurements are kind of weird. So, so just uh, obviously we have our own podcast. We're big wigs in the, in the world of social media. Yeah. We'll just send an email out to a certain company. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just be like, hey, yeah, and, and like <laughs> occasionally just, you know, perspective of someone who just is not into it anymore. It doesn't really have sure. the money or time for it anymore. Yeah. Um, and has other interests like I, I, I actually I actually have stuff floating around my head that it's like oh I would like I really want to cosplay that that's that looks really cool but and yeah. I'm just like okay it's just not worth the effort anymore that's you know that's like I, I like I personally it's fun wearing a costume but only for like the one hour that you're in it until I overheat you know yeah I don't know how you guys deal with it but it's like like I'm in it in costume for an I hour I already complain about heels yeah. I don't wear heels but like yeah. seeing ladies in heels it's on the podium, you do the that, heels, like, and then like it's heels plus like all the stuff that you don't see, and like some of the pins and something sticking you, and you're yeah. like, like you just like, <laughs> and all I like, I'm, cl- I'm I have very I have some very close cosplay friends, even though I'm not in the cosplay community. How could you not be if you're you know in the con scene? And basically, it's all I really see <laughs> because I don't go with them to their photo shoots where they're looking pretty all I hear them is like I can't wait to take off this costume yeah. or that's, that's I hate this wig and that's literally like maybe that's why I don't cosplay because I'm not part of like the good times I only hear about like the down yeah. time you, you should see the reactions when like a cosplay comes off oh, it's, it's, so it's, just, it's just like a sigh of relief that's yeah. just it like um yeah I don't it know it feels like, like you're reborn yeah it's kind of weird because I used to really love wearing costumes despite the discomfort so and did now, I. I was eight i was eight years old and i go around <laughs> to houses asking for free no, no. candy no see the candy made it worth it back then yes. now it's now it's just like yeah cosplay doesn't even have a free candy now you, now you just get photos that don't turn up ever right <laughs> uh, Alexis, how did you get into cosplay i talked about this last time i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> New new podcast rule. Everyone has to listen to at least the last episode. Yeah, exactly. um, it's not a problem at all. I got into it because I had a friend, um, TLDR, who... <laughs> Wait, a friend is TLDR? Interesting. No, I'm TLDRing the story. All right. Um, I went to her house for Halloween. She had a card captor Sakura cosplay. Wait, this is already TL. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, listen to the okay. Listen to the last episode. Yo. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Anyways, I had a friend. I got into cosplay. My first costume was Zemnis from Kingdom Hearts two, and I had such a positive experience. I just couldn't stop. And I was kind of mentioned this. Earlier. Here you are. Yeah, here I am. Seven years eight later. Years later. Eight, seven eight years later. Yeah. yeah. Seventy eight years later. What ends up happening yeah. is you end up with like you end up with all of these characters you want to do, and you're like, okay, I don't have the time and money to do all of these, so they end up on a list. Yeah. And then like and then, four years later, you're like. I should I'm revisit that list. <laughs> You're like, I should get things off of that list. 
So like I remember one of my big I had three two dream costumes that I really wanted to do and then one that wasn't really a dream but I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do Anthe um from Revolutionary Girl Lutena and I got to do that last year. Yeah. Which was really fun. Yeah. And I wanted to do Casca from Berserk and mm-hmm. I'm doing that this year. I'm working on that right now, which is armor. really exciting. Yeah, lots of armor. Oh jeez. I'm going to die, but mm-hmm. it's going to be worth it. Um, and the other one I wanted to do, I'm a really big fan of Final Fantasy VII, and so there's tons of characters from this game that I want to do. I right. basically want to make all of them. Your Tifa looks really good. Yeah, so far, and I'm working on Tifa yeah. right now. She's almost done. I'm going to wear that at soccer. Oh, yeah. So I'm so mm-hmm. excited. I just wanted to mention something that even though I'm not a cosplayer, because I'm with a bunch of cosplay friends, all I ever do is come up with like the worst ideas for cosplay. <laughs> when you brought up Tifa, <laughs> I was like, one of the first cosplays I ever wanted to do because I'm an <gasps> asshole. Oh, yes. I want to be a wheelchair cloud. <laughs> Can you do it, though? Oh, I have the now. Yeah, the problem with wheelchair cloud is like... It's it's kind of offensive. Oh, yeah, yeah it's ultra. Well, let's, let's just get that out there. Yeah, and true. People won't realize. Yeah. yeah. But the other problem, the other problem is it. like wheelchair cloud is will never be appreciated properly. Yeah. Well, it's... Like, it's, it's actually... No, no. I want to point out that wheelchair cloud is definitely... It's actually a legitimate cosplay, not because of the costuming part, but it's like a really pointed re- part in the story. In the game, yeah. I actually haven't played Final Fantasy VII, oh, Me neither. So. Whoa, Sorry, hey, whoa, get the... <laughs> we're going to stop uh, broadcasting right I, now I and weird, we're going to start up again. Yeah, I have weird tasting games. So. Are you going to play the remake? Cause it, I, I will play the remake. I'm even though sure the excited. remake the remake looks like it's going to split off. Um, like yeah, not a like lot. Episodic. It's episodic, yeah. yeah well, but, not just the episodic part, but the gameplay elements mm-hmm. are not going to be the same. Yeah. So you're going to get a different experience. That's okay. No. But at least you'll get the story. Well, and yeah. there's yeah. a big spoiler about a character. I okay. I know about that. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you it because I'm a good guy. Um, well, if you, can, if you can prime me off Destiny, then we can do that. But like, yeah. Um, speaking of Destiny, that's another cosplay I want to do. It's like, do you guys have personal connections with your the characters you cosplay? Yeah. Sort of, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, right. And I get attached. It, it's, it's always like that, right? Like, I actually want to cosplay my characters from Destiny. Like, oh, like the ones so that I've made. Yeah. Oh, like original character do not steal? Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, you know how people cosplay their World of Warcraft characters? Yeah, or like yeah, their like Ragnarok that. online yeah, yeah, characters. Yeah, and like, I just love the, the art design of Destiny. I just love the characters and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, what well, would be really cool if I cut, like, I became my character right and yeah. I, yeah. I think that that at the heart of cosplay that's kind of what it is yeah right it's kind of becoming your characters yeah, yeah. becoming really something fun. you're attached yeah. to yeah i feel you all right uh i'm gonna take a little minute here to tell you about our sponsor um this episode of the odafest podcast is brought to you by none other than odafest uh for those of you who are listening to this podcast and have no idea what the heck odafest is somehow <laughs> uh odafest is a non-profit society which hosts Southern Alberta's premier Japanese media and culture festival for the last 17 years and counting. Uh, Odafest's annual convention features a spectacular spectrum of activities, such as uh, visiting expanded artist alley and vendors, because we're in a larger venue, uh, watching your favorite anime shows in large theater spaces, fan culture via community-hosted panels, uh, cosplay contests with cash prizing, and also our video game uh, contests or uh, tournaments, I should say, are also cash prizes. And then we also have our unique special guests. Uh, there We have musical guests, we have voice actors, and different kinds of media personalities uh, from all over the world. And uh, Odafest 2016 will be held at the TELUS Convention Center in downtown Calgary, Alberta from July 1st to 3rd. 
Uh, tickets are available online at odafest.com with early bird discounts. Right now, they're $55. They're up from $50 if you've already missed a chance, unfortunately. But they're going to be $60 at the door, so you can still at least save 5 bucks for the entire weekend. And I believe that discount ends June 20th. Yeah, and once again, if you come to Calgary Comic Expo, uh, you can save on the service yeah, fee as well. Yeah, if you see us at Sakura or at, at, Sakura, at Sakura Con or at Calgary Expo, right? Yep. Or any any event that we decide to sell tickets at, so uh, there, there could be some upcoming events that we might be selling pre-registration yes. at as well. So no yeah. service charges. No service charges if you buy at our. I table. think we can also. I think we can also take in cash. Uh, at SoccerCon, we'll be doing cash only because it's in the U.S. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, so we can definitely <laughs> take in cash. Yeah. And exactly. by the way, Americans, have you seen the dollar conversion? Yeah. Would you like to go to a weekend so con right for nice yeah. and cheap? Nice and cheap. And actually, you know what? You can cash Canada. Yeah. While you're up here, you can turn into a vacation. That's yeah. true. You can catch because Canada it's a day. it's yeah. a long weekend. Yeah. Um, for you Americans, because I know you guys have uh, obviously Cause, July cause so many Americans listen to this podcast. But yeah, yeah, many <laughs> many. Uh, but the point is, is that you know you can take advantage of our crappy dollar versus your strong American free freedom dollars, and <laughs> you can basically you can basically Eagle have dollars. a weekend a weekend con at literally two thirds of the price. Uh, no, it would be twenty five percent now. Dollar went up. You don't know that by the time they get here. Just get, a bunch, just get a bunch of Zip-Pop bags because the maple leaf is actually our currency. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Bring Canadian tire money. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, from what I've heard, you guys deal in bald eagles. Yeah. And we deal in... in uh, beaver tails. Beaver, beaver tails and, and maple leaves. Yeah. And ketchup flavored chips. Yeah. Yes. If you don't have any of those forms of currency, we will also take paper or plastic. Um, I take Timbits <laughs> as payment. Pardon? Not actually, but nope. <laughs> well, actually, good luck trying to find a, trying to find Timbits in Seattle. So oh, jokes on you. Oh, I just sad. had the thought that I'm not going to be able to get any more rolls. Where are we going to go for Oh man, I am one for seven right Where now. Where are we going for coffee in Seattle? I'm Starbucks. What Starbucks. What kind no, of no. Starbucks? No. You can go through the original Starbucks, the no. first ever Starbucks. I can't see that. <laughs> yeah, Some people can. will okay. be like, "Why are you going to Seattle?" <laughs> There's no rims to roll up. There okay. are. You just literally will not win anything, but there are still rims. It, it, you just roll up. And it's like, why? Yeah. Guys, we it's, should get, it's we should just get, white. There's yeah. nothing here. We should get sponsorship from Tim Hortons for this episode. <laughs> I think Tim Hortons would always fresh. Are always clearly missing out on a prime opportunity. Um, I'm actually, speaking of roll up the rim, I'm actually doing pretty good. I am, I think, five for three right now. I made a couple. Which means what, what, I bought three drinks. Okay, I bought three eight. drinks, but I've chained. I've chained a couple. So what wins? Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm. And I'm like, how, how did you like, get five for three? Wait, wait. Listen, I was on a losing streak. I was. I hit. I hit zero out of eleven, oh. and that was bad. But then I won one, mm-hmm. and then I chained it. Yes. And it became. <laughs> I'm now at seven out of fifteen. So I've Holy made a crap. Cool. Wow, that's that's impressive. <laughs> that's that's a good win. Rate. That's a good hit rate. Yeah, well, that's already that's almost fifty percent. So. Yeah, so I, I mean, clearly don't I'm five for three. Enough. Keep going, you're gonna get that car. <laughs> yeah, it's my car. Yeah, that's how that works, right? <laughs> <laughs> the more you chain, the le- the more likely you are to get a car. Speaking of which, uh, what are you going to be? What else are you wearing to Seattle other than Kyrie? Clothes. Um, we're doing an Idol Master cosplay together. Yeah, we're doing Idol Master together. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm trying to drag everybody into like Idol Master hell. Idol Master, join us. So, so are you two like? Are you like an idol? For anyone who doesn't know what hipster. Idol Master is, uh, that's just another. It's just another idol game. It was. Yeah, it, it, came, it came out before Love Live. Yeah, it was the original. Yeah, there was something sort of before like, Love Live. Really big. Like, so, really so you're, you're an idol, idol hipster. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I remember hearing about it because 
I this was back in the day before it was really popular, even like the Idol Master series. I remember reading about it, and they had the, like the gaming arcade ter- terminals yeah. in Japan. Yeah. But they had touch screens and stuff. Yeah. So you could be like. I'm gonna dress up my idol now. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna. No, no, no. The creepiest part is the massages. There's a massage component. Whoa! Oh. In some of the games. All I'm saying Not is, all of them. thanks, Japan. All I'm saying is that's you're doing that in public. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. Well, it's, um, there's some weirder uh, arcade games that come out from Japan yeah, though. Like, I, I did play the table flipping game at Colossal Con. Oh, that, that must have been fun. There, there's a there's an arcade game where there's like a plastic table, but it's like a life size table. Yeah. And you get put into various situations, and you're based on uh, how much stuff you can flip off the table in anger. Oh. I was hoping it would be like, assassinate the target. <laughs> like, there's a guy walking in front of the table. <laughs> no! I hate you! <laughs> oh, man. Col- oh, Colossal Con. I actually... That, that yeah, you guys do a lot of traveling for cons. Oh, not I, so I much, actually. I am the one who doesn't uh, travel. I'm the one who doesn't cosplay. Well, well con- compared to the average Calgary convention goer, I guess we travel yeah, for Yeah, you do. Because, like, this is my first time going to the U.S. This yeah. is only my second time. It's only second for, for soccer con. We do know like, people who've been going to soccer con for, like, years, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Years. This is my first time going to America. Seriously? Seriously? In like wow. living memory. Like Whoa. I went as like a very small mm. child. I'm not saying boat. But that doesn't count. I've been to Seattle like once. I just think crossing I've been to Seattle. Border. Yeah, I just was, crossing the border once. I went to Seattle when I was eight months old. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. that doesn't really count. I have never been to the US since. Yeah. Hmm. This is hmm. gonna be my first time. I'm yeah. not going. <laughs> it, it, well, it's, it's gonna so, be a, it's gonna be fun. a different convention. Like Colossal Con was a con held in a, like a water, like a freaking water park and resort, yeah. and it was the greatest thing ever. Open alcohol. Happy well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, St. Patrick's Day. And Soccer Con is a <laughs> yeah, little bit like um, what Odafest is going to be. It takes place in the middle of downtown Seattle. We're going to be in the middle of downtown Calgary, so... Yeah, um, actually, that's... Yeah, good point. That's going to be a good barometer for, for us to see how our event is going to look. Oh, okay. And how it's going to feel. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, that brings me back to like a conversation I had with a, a few Colossal Con executives, and they actually told us that we're probably going to do very, very well in downtown Calgary because our configuration is very I'll similar to I'll show them how well we do. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, apparently our configuration is very similar to Seattle's. Just oh. along, along an avenue with a, well, with a plaza across know. the street. Yeah. In the end, it's all down to the community. So That's true. And, well, we have a strong community. And, like, yes, we well, do. The thing is, Soccer Con's been going for a while, too. I yeah. think we'll have a... Is it longer than us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Actually, I don't know. I'm going to look that up. It's got to be. It's got <laughs> to be. Plan. It's got to be. It's got to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, that arcade room at, at Colossal Con, though. I'm, apparently, there's a really good arcade room at Soccer Con. Ooh, I'm okay, I'm going to go check it yeah. out. That's the one, that's the biggest part that's really missing. And not like Calgary conventions, but Calgary in general. We don't have an arcade. The closest arcade, the real arcade that we have now, there's one down in Chinook, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the theater. And yep. the other one that's part of a theater that I would really call an arcade is the one up in Cross Iron Mills. Yeah. Because yeah. that one actually has mm-hmm. ticket exchange and all that stuff. That's not arcades, though. Arcades, you 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 go and play for the sake of playing games. Yeah, right? so. they don't really exist here anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, the ticket... I don't know. The ticket part's pretty misogic. Mm-hmm. Alfred, didn't so. the guy at Soccer Con tell you why they, the arcade can't come to Canada, though? Uh, customs. Yeah. yeah customs. Like, they can't get the same stuff here that they can yeah, get in the like, U.S., like and they, they can't bring their stuff from the U.S. They have to rip Canada. apart the machines at the border. Oh, that's, that's awful. Yeah, so that's so, why we can't get stuff like that. Yeah. Really um let's see for the record odafest started in 1999, 1999. yeah and oh come on 1998 <laughs> oh, God. Like, year? i mean it's not really anything to be worried like be upset over i'm just like why only one year like if it was 1997 <laughs> i'd be like okay fine whatever sure but mm-hmm. like one year you're like come on <laughs> 
What oh, about man. Anime Evolution in Vancouver? When that start? Oh man, uh, uh, I don't know if I can find that because a, that, that one's a little newer. Yeah. It's a little newer. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, we're it's, actually uh, we are one of the oldest. We're we're older than that in the E. I'm pretty sure. So like we're we're I think we're the second oldest in Western Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes. For one thing, Animathon obviously being the oh, exception. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I can double check that, but yeah. I think like. Just getting back onto the travel thing first, though. Like, the only cons... I'm not much of a con-goer. I'm definitely an organizing type of person. Yep. Um, but the only cons I've really gone to are... I, I really like going to small cons. That's the number one thing with me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I really like the... Yeah, feel. you got a lot of fun at SeerCon. And Bell Rose Con was Bell Rose. Bell Rose is... Yeah. I believe it's defunct now, unfortunately. Yes. And that's the concern that you always have to... Like, that, that small cons, and if you're a fan of them, is that... You don't know how long how long they're gonna last if they remain small. True, yeah. Um, but and that's a real shame. But I'm usually a big fan of small cons. They have a different, not just a different feel, but they they have to be so much more creative in how they have to run things. Mm-hmm. And I almost have to really appreciate, like, even if it's maybe a little bit too much, you know, hot glue gun and duct tape. Um, that's totally fine. Yeah, well, I mean, the smaller conventions have a bit of a charm to them, right? And yes, like, yeah, for sure. Yep, I and agree. you know what? Like, like that charm can still make me travel for them. Like, I yep. like Red Deer's still an hour and a half away. Right? Yeah, and we still so. all drove out for Sudokan. I'm definitely gonna be doing that again. Yeah, Nishikaze. We did Nishikaze, and that yeah. was really really fun. Yeah, Anime Evolution I did for two years, I believe. Did, uh, did back you, around 2008. Did you do that huge road trip with the Odafest crew that one year? Yeah. Yeah, that was like 12 hours nonstop. Yeah. yeah, it was good times. We left at yeah. like three. Yeah, I always fly to Vancouver. That's no, I, I love the road trip, but no, I, I can't do it. I'm, I'm from Vancouver and I just like when I get to go back, I'm pretty much like the happiest person in the world. Right. Yeah. I'm doing the road trip thing for soccer con. I, yeah, good luck. I pity you. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. Really? Like, I, uh, I don't actually mind road car rides. Don't get me wrong. Like a flight is nice for convenience sake, mm-hmm. but you build a certain camaraderie with your fellow road trip mates. Like you just, do. I cannot like, sit for a long period. No, of time. You know, it's like it's like, about like blaring music and well, singing along and getting snacks along the way. Yeah, okay. Or but, I can get there faster and I can do tourism in the town. In the but city it costs I'm you in. more money, and I'm cheap you more money. And yeah, poor. No, and well, camaraderie. <laughs> I get there faster. I have to take this time off work. Camaraderie can happen in the hotel room as well. Like that's true. Like after sure, s- but I have extra camaraderie on top of that well, already. Okay, fine. We're gonna be at the hotel room anyways. Okay, well, well, after Colossal Con though, right? We had six people in our room, and like we were like. All I'm saying is no one ever has good plane stories, but we always have good road trip stories. Okay, fine. I actually barely knew the people that we went to Colossal Con with. Like, the people (laughs) from Calgary, they were people that, like, like I'd met before, but, um, like, I went with, like, Alfred and my, like, best friend that I've known since junior high, and then three other people who I, you know, both Sarah's. Both Sarah's. Yeah, so Sarah, Sarah, and Sarah. Like, those are my best friends now. (laughs) So, okay. So I was wrong, maybe, about the anime evolution thing. Okay. But, uh, they were inaugurated in 1998. Oh, but oh. they died. They, they, they kind of died. died. Yeah, they, I, they died for like two years, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. A year or yeah. two. Yeah. So I can we can say that Odafest is the second longest continuously running con for one thing, mm-hmm. and then you can also say that a- Animethon's got you beat. Hmm? Anim- Animethon has us beat. Animethon's yeah, Animethon's going to have us beat longest. regardless. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, second. But longest, it's just sure. that like. It's hard to say against okay, second, Anime Evolution because okay. it depends on Continuously how dead long. you considered them to be. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you consider them fully well, dead there, for there at least a... one year, then then it might... Like, they're running under well, okay, the same well, I name say and dead. logo. Hiatus. Hiatus. But it's different. Hiatus. Yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult. It's, I'm not... Look, 
all of this isn't really going to mean anything. It's just fun to talk about. But it is, <laughs> they did start in 1998 for what it's worth. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, yeah, it means nothing to me. Speaking of cons, Sarah, how do you prepare when you travel? Since you're the one who's like actually had to like pack cosplays on the plane. Oh, I have to pack. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. I want to strike that. Also, that's a that's a good thing for road trips. No weight limits on your luggage. But it's really hard to go over that weight limit. I've never gone over 50 it. Fifty pounds. I've never. Then you don't travel like an Asian. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like bring like everything. Okay, yeah. actually, what I do to save space in my luggage, um, usually my shoes that I use for cosplay take up a lot of space, but they also have a lot of space inside them. So I oh, actually yeah, stuff true. like my underwear and socks and like oh, whatever I can, really like smart. little t-shirts inside my shoes. You just, re- just revealed that on that. air. I don't care. Um, yeah, hmm. it's it's a tip. Yeah, it's a tip. Yeah, you want to save space in your luggage? Just stuff your shoes. Okay, well, you know what? what, Here's a pro tip. You have any leftover beer or anything? Just stuff them into your shoes. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that too. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, like, I've never really had to, like, pack pack for a con. Like, I drive up to Animathon every year, but I mean, because I'm driving and it's my own car. Yeah. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I don't have to be as tight. It's but not, it's, well, then again, for Amethon, it's less important to be carpooling like five people in one car though. Yeah, right? exactly. So, um, yeah. But, like, I mean, I, I still, I like to pack light. Like I used to live in Edmonton and then commute home to visit people. And I realized very quickly that like I was overpacking and this is yeah. uncomfortable and I'm yeah. carrying too yeah. much stuff. So I've learned how to pack effectively mm-hmm. and only bring what I need. And so a lot of the time what I do Especially since I I tend to be that person where I'll lose cosplay pieces or I'll get them all mixed up, <laughs> yeah. is I'll have like a bag and I'll roll up my mm-hmm. costumes and each costume gets its own bag and then that bag oh, goes inside the suitcase. That's smart. I do that at home, but not for packing. Um, I keep my costumes all like on a hanger inside, with, like the little pieces are inside a bag. And yeah. then um, when I'm sewing, I also um, like keep all of the fabric, all of the notions, everything inside a plastic bag, and I never lose anything. Oh, smart. How um, hard is packing a wig? Not you just it depends. Yeah. So oh, like, right, well, yeah, if it's spiked Sarah, or something. The wig yeah. box. Yeah. For airport security. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you pack a wig in a wig box, make sure you put other things in the wig box because it'll be too light and it'll roll over and go upside down. Oh, I thought I thought what you meant was security. I honestly thought what you meant was like because I, I don't know what a wig box is. I'm imagining that it's like a wig head in a box. Essentially, yes. Right? Yes. With the wig but on I was it. more imagining a story where it would be... I was imagining a story where you're taking it through the TSA security check. And then you're just like... You just roll it through like the x-ray machine. And the guy just like... What the hell is this? <laughs> I just see you know what? I was... I've seen some of the, like, the you drew, you drew like a Joker face on yours. Yeah, that's true. I did. <laughs> so no, like, so it wasn't that one. Sec- the TSA yeah, security guard is just like. <laughs> flag, flag, flag. Oh, uh, you've been randomly selected for additional okay, You know what? No, you did have to open it. Aside. You did have I to didn't, open it. No, I didn't. I thought I was going to. Oh, I brought okay. packing tape with me on the plane in case I had to open the box. Um, okay, anyway, the purpose of the um, wig box is so that um, when you you're traveling, yeah, you protect your styled wig. Um, you can carry it yeah. with you on the plane um, and you just like stow it away with like, it's, it's a checked bag essentially. Okay. Um, the worst thing to take on the plane, though, is camera equipment, like Alfred's camera equipment. <laughs> it yeah. kind of all looks like guns, so it kind of flies oh, security. Oh, jeez. Never, never, never take camera equipment onto your... Um, okay. It's not that bad. Unless you get a dedicated like bag for it, like a Pelican case, Don't try not to take it through... Um, uh, you hear that, terrorists? Hide your guns in a Pelican case. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, it's not that bad. It was like a 10 minute delay where he had to like open up his bag and take out I everything. I have a lot of stuff though. And There's like, a lot the of stuff. Sure. The camera equipment's very dense, right? I have a feeling um, that's, it looks, that's the same for like, like bombs. unless you're bringing like specifically like computer components where you can see like the motherboard and everything like that. Yeah. But if you're looking at just like small electronic items in a group essentially mm-hmm. in a small package they have to check then they're, they're gonna be like uh yeah like they like they checked and then they put it back it yeah. was fine yeah. yeah with the pelican case it's a lot easier just to open it show them that hey it's camera equipment yeah. close it yeah. right versus That's like fair. for me I, I just stuffed it into like my my carry-on because I, I for camera equipment i actually tend to pack lighter than most other photographers that go to cons mm-hmm. yeah and i was like they, they still stop me every single time i tried to put it into my carry-on right um, yeah. because yeah, it takes up a lot of space in your normal luggage. I, I, I can actually stuff into my carry on because for my carry on, there's not a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's super dense and apparently it looks like bombs or whatever. Yeah, so, so or like guns or whatever. So, so yeah. Just on the topic of travel, but, yeah. and obviously this is the Odafest podcast. So we're part of a con already, but what's your favorite con that you've traveled to? Colossal well, we and haven't traveled to that many, yeah. but yeah, Klausicon. Yeah. <laughs> that was my dream for sure. con Klausicon. for a couple of years. We've all gone through like at least like five or so. Uh, prior to Klausicon, it would have been Anime Evolution 2010. Mm. Oh man, I only ever yeah. do like stuff in Alberta. Uh, for me, the, I would say while you're waiting is the road trip. The road trip to AE 2008 was great. Mm. The... Con was okay. I don't like. I said I'm not a con attendee, so it's difficult. Yeah. My favorite other con has was probably Belrose, and that's that was a high that was school really con. Fun. But that was extremely yeah. engaging. I remember I really that. Yeah, you. I think I remember you drove up with Sean and Jenny, and I yeah. think Sean just like texted me. He was like, "Do you want to go to this con?" And I was like, "What? Sure." sure. <laughs> yeah, that's because we were just yeah, because that's when you were living in Edmonton, and uh, Belrose takes place in Saint Albert, Albert or took yeah. place. And that's, you know, like half an hour out. And we're just like, oh, who else is here? It's like, oh, we'll take her. Yeah, <laughs> that so makes a lot of sense. We actually, I have no idea why we just kind of came up with that other than, you know, why not? Yeah. But it was really. Like, I had no moment. idea what was going yeah. on. You guys just spur the moment texted me. And I was like, sure. I threw down my homework, jumped in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get out of here. Homework. Yeah, but that's like super, super light traveling, though. Like, when we're talking about like traveling for conventions, it's, it's going to be like flying out. Right. Yeah. For well, a I mean, the drive drive. is going to be interesting. Drives. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be really then, interesting. Like Sakura Con is going to be strange yeah. to me because like yeah, favorite con. Yeah. Favorite con. Yeah, like it's going to be. I almost want to say like that I've traveled to is Belarus because like that was such a really fun. That was like, a surprise, never, right? It was a surprise, yeah. and like, most of the group wasn't there. That was only the it was four just of us, the four of us. But and like I had never times. done like a small con like that. This yeah. was a time before. Surukon existed. I think Nishikaze had been on a bit of like a hiatus. Yeah. And Odafest wasn't of time. that small already. Odafest was already at the 2000 mark. Yeah, so Odafest was like the big con. What year for was me. that, Belarus? Uh, 2011? I want to say 10. Oh, we sure. we no, were no, at no, like the four or 5,000 mark so at that point. I think it was at 2011. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I think was when we went to Belarus. But yeah, like, sorry, we were at the, like the four to five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we like Odafest was already pretty like pretty much a big con. Yeah. And it was yeah. my first time like going to like a really and it, it, like it was a high school convention. It was organized by their Japanese club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or recall. member or like alumni of the Japanese club. Right? Yeah. And it was just really fun. It was this very small event, like a very tiny artist alley. And we went to I think we went to almost every panel because there was only like one or two panel rooms. Yeah. And we but did the, like my favorite thing was the Iron Cosplay. Was that the Iron, Iron Cosplay, Cosplay is that always was the favorite really thing. Really fun. We just dressed you up in cardboard. I was cardboard. a Gundam. Yeah. yeah. We became a Gundam. We made box Gundam. It was great. Mm. It was just really fun. It was a fun, like, 
neat little experience. Yeah. So. Do you have a dream con? Uh, oh, Dragon Con oh, yeah. is um, the next Dragon Con. Dragon Con, maybe. Yeah. Um, but Dragon Con's a more like a Calgary, uh, like it's more of an expo type, right? No. Is it, uh, what kind of con? Like, hotels. Hotel Con. It's six hotels. Yeah. Sorry, that's not what so, I meant. I meant like what? What's the genre? A general geek. Con. General geek. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, anime's okay. there. There's, uh, but comics, it's not like a trade games. show like Comic Expo is. Sure. Yeah, like it's not like walk around and like look at vendors or whatever. Is it closer to like Fan to Expo do. essentially? Uh, not even that. Because Fan Expo is no, a, a, it's, a hotel it's, con. It's, it's its own to, thing. To it's closer to Colossal Con. It's, it's kind of. It's a very big ALA. Let's put it that way. ALA takes place in the hotels. Well. Okay. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's six hotels is linked together and it's, a, it's, it feel, it's a huge con, but apparently it feels like a small community con oh, okay. sure. and it's just a 24 seven party. It's, it's insane from what yeah. I hear. Yeah. So colossal cons, uh, sorry, uh, dragon cons up there. Um, star Wars celebration just because I'm a star Wars person. Nerd. Um, <laughs> just say star Wars nerd. Yeah. I, I, uh, star Wars person implies that you may be part of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, yes. I'd want to see uh, a European con at some point. MCM London. I've heard, I've, good, I've heard good things about London. Yeah, cons. MCM London. Uh, comic Cat? Comic Cat, no. Yeah, I was no, just going to say. No, actually, I'm, I know someone who went the, just this past year. It kind of. She wasn't too really, impressed. I think Comic Cat has a lot of hype to it. I because really want to go. It's one of the originals, yeah. You, but I feel like that that's the kind of con that appeals to someone like me. Yeah. Where okay. I'm really mm-hmm. into like super like niche Japanese stuff. Like mm. I'm really okay. into Toho. Because she just wanted to go to cosplay yes. and it's kind of like really yeah, strict that's with not where a you cosplay can cosplay con. it's, it, yeah. Well, a lot of, for people who for some reason don't know anything about Comcat, Comcat's basically, it starts off in Dojin. Like that's yeah. their, it's Dojin are fa- it's, it's, like it's, it's fan, yeah, yeah. it's fan art, fan manga Well, the thing creation. about Asian and Japanese cons, though, is that they're totally different from the American oh, absolutely. approach, yeah. right? So, so you're, I wouldn't expect something similar. No, when you go, um, so yeah, like we the, have those, Americans. Yeah, yeah. Those, those aren't high up on my list, to be honest. Um, oh man, what's in the, I want to do there's some, there's some video game ones as well. Um, I want to do Katsukan. I, I want to go to. I don't, uh, I don't know. Does does Evo count as a con? Evo? No, no. Evo is a tournament. Okay. Evo is well, I still want to go to Evo regardless. But Evo, I, I, yeah. PAX is probably... PAX is up there. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to PAX. PAX is up there. MAGFest. Uh, Mag, MAGFest, sort of. Uh, I try it. MAGFest is actually... It, it started out as a chiptune uh, con, I think. Even right? though... Like, I, like, I've already mentioned a couple times that I'm not a con goer, but I haven't gone to a video game dedicated one yet. Yeah. And yeah, that's Because I'm done. such a... Mm-hmm. I'm more focused on video games, anyways. Okay, well, I'm interested to see what my reaction is. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're, you're you're gonna throw in Evo. I'm gonna throw in E3. <laughs> yeah, I love. No, I don't want to yeah. go to E3. Oh, I, I want to go to Tokyo Game Show. Uh, Ooh, yes, I want to go Tokyo Game yeah. Show. Tokyo, yeah, TGS, TGS is is, um, is way higher on my list than E3 can ever be. because oh, E3 has soiled its name. Uh, no, what, what's the one in Germany that's actually open to the public? Um, das Gaming Con. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's a game con, but it's open. In, it's, <laughs> it's in Germany. It's not. It's not Dreamhack's tournament. You tricked me. Dreamhack is a tournament. No, I'm thinking. Uh, I believed you. Oh, I think it's literally just called Gamescon. Yeah. It's literally just called Gamescon. Gamescon. Yeah, yeah. yeah because so. it's yeah. German. It has to be an efficient name. <laughs> <laughs> it's either super efficient or very long. That's oh, one of the other goodness. two. Or Gamescom or something. I don't know. Like I'll, Gamescom. I'll, I'll look it up. Hang on. It, I'm it, sure it's it's, fun. it's yeah. like the European E3. It was. It was uh, like before. Uh, you know, like I think E3 is now open. In, is, is press only. That's yeah, that's is. what soils it for me. Like I have. Yeah, as like at one point it was open to the public. Yeah, uh, and then like they kind of closed it again. So yeah, 
Oh yeah, it's Gamescom. Gamescom. Yeah. 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 What about okay? So you know how BlizzCon yep. is obviously Blizzard convention focused. for Blizzard, set, like because Blizzard hosts it, blah blah blah, and they have a lot of content. Yep. Do you think Valve could ever hold a con? I oh, want yeah, a totally. Square Enix so con. Cool. Totally. I'd be down. Like they could call it like Steam con, con? Steam Fest or, or Valve go. Con. Um, if they do that, I'd Gabe see Con. It. <laughs> I wish oh there God. was a con Gabe for adventure con. gamers. Gabe Fest. Point I don't and know. click adventures is what I want. There probably is. One. There Gabe probably is. I just hey, have to uh, find it. Square Enix, where's my Square Enix convention? Thanks. Yeah. Well, They're the, like, the, well, gonna be a Destiny like con. welcome to Japan. There's gonna be a Destiny Con. So is there? Apparently they haven't found a venue for it yet, but it's it's in the works. You should so. offer your host. They're destined. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I just there's definitely a lot of different niche. Like I wouldn't even call I I don't even call Steam a niche really, and I don't know what they would really be able to show there. Well, it would, just it would just be a games. Con, it would just be, would be up awesome. against PAX, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's where a lot of indie games. But PAX, debut no, and stuff. in defense of PAX, because I do f- follow Penny Arcade. They're a multimedia con. Yeah, Valve is true. not a multimedia company. They are a gaming company. Well, they're trying. To they're do... they're a distribution. Company. I'd say they're transitioning to a multimedia. You thing. know what I think was sure, the but... coolest con idea? There used to be a cause and effect, a cosplay con. That rather than ended up like, falling apart. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about like it only, the idea of It was only a couple con. years, but I thought that was a really really good idea because I literally go to conventions. Well, for isn't, isn't that just Dragon Con? This is kind of just Dragon yeah, Con. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, serious question though. What makes a cosplay con different from a furry con? <laughs> no, no, no. Because they're they're all like that's but, not the question a furry, I was expecting. No, a furry not con is like a furry like a furry type cosplay, whatever you want to call it for someone it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to be like I don't PC think about it. The furries point is, are is like cosplaying, they're just like wearing costumes that, to be. But themselves. it's like it, hmm. Uh, it's very different. Like I'm not actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's none a, of us I'm have a lot of experience. No, it's, 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 a, it's a different. It's a different. Uh, yeah, very different culture. It's a different culture, and I think cosplay sure, is cosplay is much more all encompassing. I, I think. would say that. I don't know, but my point being is like, if cosplay, a cosplay convention, mm-hmm. is like because it's so centered around that notion. Almost everyone's going to be cosplaying as opposed to when you just go to an I anime con and, like, and half. I think it would okay, be yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what the difference is in a furry type con, you have. Just about everyone else in fursuits. No, I right? think it would be the, the same idea. It would just be a gathering of people with that one communal yeah. interest. So, do you think it would be that far off, really? Uh, I think it would be because with um, personas like that's like thinking about like who you are and what kind of like animal you are or whatever. Um, with cosplay, I think what people are really into is not being a character in particular, but also the crafting that goes with it, like this the sewing. I'm a fan of sewing. I guess that's true, but that's also like. But there are people who are surely I think interested is, in fursuits for, for their fursuits. Like yeah, their, like I was just gonna say, like me and you are especially like pretty biased because we're both people who are very interested in making stuff. That's and, like, true. That's yeah. what we have fun with. But like I've started to realize that like I only see that aspect of it because that's what I've been doing for the past eight years. But there's tons of people like interested in cosplay and in cosplay who just want to wear a costume. Like yeah. they don't they don't care how Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the group that would buy like for instance buy their costumes, right? Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that's exclusively them, but I don't see the the parallels run way way deeper than I think you guys realize. No, I think I agree with you. So what I think they'd be very similar. Yeah. But now I don't know where you're going with that. Well, I'm just wondering <laughs> okay. that because like because we we're talking about cause and effect and the truth is that I'm pretty sure that cause effects is gone. Now, yes, right? yes, it's been They're gone done. for a while. But I was just wondering what made the difference between a furry con being... Furry cons are pretty 
uh, okay, so, successful. So, so actually, here's the deal. I actually think the reason for that is because um, the subculture for, like, say, furries is much more focused onto, like, one aspect sure. of costuming, for instance, versus, uh-huh. like, cosplay, right? It's very you, broad. It's so, so broad. And the thing is, it necessarily has to encompass much more different types of genres and content. Yes, and it's but not that's, as focused, straight. That mean, but that means that the niche is not as focus which right and, and but but when okay, you're so so my, my argument for that then yeah. is that if you move it to say like a comic type convention yeah right um and necessarily the goal of the convention at least to me right is to actually just uh to gather people like that right necessarily the people who are into cosplay will be into different types of cosplay not sure everyone cosplays just from one fandom right i sure. don't know a lot of people who cosplay just from one fandom for their entire cosplay career quote unquote right that's so true. I actually think that because of that, it necessarily there's definitely yeah for there's general there's a interest cosplay separation. There's a general separation. interest cosplay has to take place within the context of say like an anime convention or a comic convention. Yeah, at least that, that's just my opinion. It's so. not a necessarily like that representation of who you feel you are on the inside. Precisely, kind of yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, okay. It's just, there's, it's a, there's a different type yeah. of dedication, right? And yeah, so I, I, I think I think like a full a full size cosplay con would just be like a like a full size cos uh, cosplay how it's made. Almost. Yeah, yeah. And the convention guests would be people like Michelle Carriger, who's the lead embroiderer for Game of Thrones. She's such and a fangirl. A huge fangirl. I was just about to say, Sarah's about to like yeah. gush a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I guess on that note. I have no, I have nothing better to say. I have nothing better to say as well. I think we covered pretty much everything about. Like well, that was his general thoughts on cosplay. We can go like three or four more episodes about cosplay if you really want to. Yes. Yeah, we really could. And well, I don't know if I could. No, I'm by myself. Yeah, I'll be like um, my friends cosplay, and I saw this. Other co- oh, I do have a good cosplay story though. Sure. And it's also a travel cosplay. Uh, sure. Story. Ooh, go go. Uh, I went to Nishikaze, which is the Lethbridge Con. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't really a good story. It's just my. <laughs> this is my dumb story. Um, for anyone who knows me, I used to really like. I'm a troll. <laughs> And basically, I really used to like photobombing, uh, but photobombing is so passe. I don't do it anymore. Um, but it you is an graduated. art. It is a art. And I found this really cute Fiona cosplay from uh, Adventure Time. And I, I thought it was like, I almost never ask for photos with a cosplayer. Not because of anything like it's not a creeper or a hover hand kind of deal. It's literally like, I'm not ever really that interested but it's just that fiona was still a pretty new character at the time and i didn't think i'd see one so quickly and she was really cute so i'm like hey really nice cosplay do you mind taking a photo and she's like yeah sure so she you know stands beside me and three two one we take the photo and you're like oh yeah thanks and i didn't even realize what was happening she left you know i've never i don't think i've ever heard or seen from her ever again i look at the photo I photobombed my own photo. I made a <laughs> shitty, shitty face. Like, I didn't smile. Like, she was just really cute. And she's like, eh, whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, making a crap photobomb face. Ruined my own good photo. <laughs> and I have no way to ever redeem myself. <laughs> and that's probably half the reason why I don't photobomb anymore. And on that note, that's what not to do with cons. So. Yeah, don't be that jerk. Don't, don't be cause, that jerk. Don't photobomb Don't photobomb other people's photos. Don't. Uh, photobomb your own photos. If you take, if you take <laughs> it was so reflexive. I didn't know. <laughs> if you take one thing away from this cosplay, uh, this cosplay podcast, it's that don't don't photobomb yourself. Or don't photobomb other people's <laughs> yeah. cosplay photos. I do other things now. <laughs> it's like DJ Khaled voice. You played yourself. Yep. All right. 
Thanks for listening to this fourth episode. That's two months worth of episodes now. Oh, man. Wow. Good job, guys. Um, Time flies. Yep. Yeah. And we'll catch you later with our fifth episode. In two Some, weeks. Yep. Yeah. And that's in, it's going to be April already? April. It's going to be almost April. Yeah. It's going to be April. It's going to be after SacroCon. I think so. Yep. All right. So, Have a good night. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm Jay. I'm Dio. I'm Alfred. I'm Sarah. Other and Sarah. Other Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.